welcome back to our podcast, Isle of Anime. This is your host, Leanne. And this is Jane. And today we'll be covering the Emmy Award winning show. <sighs> the crowds are roaring. Roaring. Losing their minds. And rightly so, because we're covering Arcane. I'm going to flex right now. My aunt, or my dad's cousin, is the aunt. That's an aunt. That's an aunt. <laughs> That's an aunt. <laughs> she was the executive producer. I mean, I know we all skipped the intro on Netflix, but if you watch the intro... She's in there. She's in there. Yeah. Jane Chung. And uh, yeah, it won two, three Emmys, I, I believe. I don't but, know, but I did see that they won Outstanding Animated yeah, whatever yeah, it's yeah. called. Uh-huh. Series. Yep. Yeah. As it should. Yeah. Incredible. Honestly, I looked at the other shows that were nominated. (laughs) A joke compared to Arcane's work. I'm assuming that no anime were... were No, 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 no. It was... They should include them. Yeah. Like... I guess it's kind of hard because, like, they don't fit into, like, American years i guess like they're not thinking about the emmys when they're like producing their shows you know i I didn't know if you had to consider that while releasing it yes so emmys are in september oscars and a lot of like the movie awards are like in the early months Mm -hmm. so like january february so a lot of prestige like media will come out a few months ahead of so the hype doesn't the die by the yeah. time the awards. So come it's like a known thing of like if you release your movie earlier in the year, like previously, mm-hmm. then it's very unlikely it's gonna win awards oh. unless there's like a unless they do PR in a specific way, like um, that brings the hype back. Mm-hmm. So I think like a few like one example I can think of is like uh, Get Out was like it came out in February mm-hmm. and then the hype was so big that it kind of like just continued throughout the year and it, I think it won Best Original Screenplay. Mm-hmm. Another movie I'm thinking of that uh, actually came out this year but has not so has not won awards yet um, but I think it will is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. It did come out very early in the year but mm-hmm. they also had another theatrical run which is when we saw it yeah. which was like in September Yeah, which is when like prestige films start coming out. So if you notice, a lot of the good films, quote unquote, come mm-hmm. out during the fall. I see. Like yeah. the serious contenders. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, I see, I see. And I see. so I think it wasn't so much the case for TV because, well, when it used to have, when it used to be network, it was like, whatever, fall to spring. But then mm-hmm. the award shows would be in September, so it would like make sense. Mm-hmm. But I think still. Actually, maybe not, because I know Arcane came out last year in December, November. Mm -hmm. But regardless, I guess the hype was so real, it, like, continued Mm -hmm. all throughout the year. Yeah. Yeah, good works don't need to explain themselves. Or they don't... Yeah. They don't need no PR. They speak for themselves. PR. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, this time we are covering Arcane. It was such a treat. A... A... Chef's kiss if I've ever given a chef's kiss. <laughs> and you have. And I have too, but this ranks this is it is really good storytelling. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I uh, think uh not to get into it right away, but just initial reaction, 
watching it a second time it was even richer watching it a second time than the first time because there's so much going on you're kind of mm-hmm. just like working to keep up yeah yeah that's and a- so this time i could like kind of like oh i already knew that was gonna happen it wasn't like shocking uh-huh yeah so it's like easier to like kind of ruminate on like the characterization more and mm-hmm. like the themes and stuff mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> i know i recommended it already but i recommend watching it again <laughs> and i second that <laughs> if and you could watch it a third time and then i'll let you know if i would recommend it watching a third time again yeah anyways before we begin <laughs> let's catch up for a little bit yeah what have you been up to <laughs> what have i been up <laughs> Nothing, honestly, nothing much. Really the same yeah, old. Same. Yeah. So the way my family does Christmas gifts is we just ask each other what we want. That's good. Yeah. And then we ask, so are you going to get it or should I get it? And then usually it's, I'll get it and I'll Venmo request you. Oh my God, that's sad. <laughs> I know. It is a little bit. It takes the... Does everyone get someone something? No. Or no, is... this is a joint effort. Oh, we just get what okay, we okay. want and ve- split it evenly amongst see, all of us. And then everyone gets the Venmo So you request. can ask for something like kind of big. Yeah, kind of big. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And this year, fun. with aging and everything... With my thin, dry skin type, I've noticed some fine lines, and I was like, and watching all those in hype and videos, all their skins are so like perfect. I was like, I mean, they're also like ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, the 2002 World Cup was playing, and they some of them weren't even born yet. That really puts it into a person. Okay, I'm not looking at them as objects of oh, no, desire. No, no, no. But I'm just saying they're oh, youth. Oh, they're youth. They're youth. Yeah, yeah. I, so I saw a guy at the mall last week, and yeah. he was wearing um, a Lakers three-peat shirt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know that you were alive for that. <laughs> he didn't look, look uh-huh. old enough. Because what was their last three-peat year? Like 2002? So that means mm-hmm. he would have... he. If he were alive for it, then he would at least need to be over 20. Mm. And I was like, you don't look over 20. He's, he probably thought it was vintage. I know, seriously. Yeah. And I was like, I literally remember that. Yeah. Like, watching it with my dad. I was like, ugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take that shirt off, young man. <laughs> Wave my cane at him. <laughs> Speaking of getting older, I pulled out so many white hairs the other week. Really? Yeah. I don't. I I guess turning thirty is just like my neuroses has just like. I'm like no, no, no. (laughs) Before you know it, there's like patches on your head. Literally, just gone. Like an anime spiral. Like this is my villain arc. Just me finding like ten white hairs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So I decided that my skin needs rectification. So I bought. A highly hyped, loose and hyped. setting, <laughs> highly and hypened, uh, loose setting powder. Okay. And it's from Givenchy. Ooh, okay. Yeah, and I heard this is the setting powder to end all setting powders. Uh-huh. Like, it'll, it's purple, so it, like, uh, neutralizes any. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's purple. Do you put anything on top of it? No, that's the last step. 
Interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's four colors in it. There's blue, purple, something, and green. And it neutralizes redness, any mustiness, any dustiness, Must? ashiness. <laughs> Basically fixes Aren't your, your face life. Musty. <laughs> oh, it's musty. Oh no. It's musty, alright. But I tried it and the hype is real. It's nice. real. Mm-hmm. I it makes me look like I have no pores and that has never happened mm-hmm. no matter what product mm-hmm. I use and I can't speak on the color correcting part yet but I mean if it's there it's there I don't know it, it, it's worth it to me yeah so. you're not purple I'm not purple mm-hmm. but I, would I am. say that means it's working yeah. The not purple part? Yeah. If it weren't working, then you would be purple. Oh, okay. Yeah. If my skin were white, I'd be purple. Oh, so it's for like... Yellow to uh, Uh. neutralize yellow tones. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know. (laughs) Color theory. But yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, It's a game changer now. I feel like it has rewind. It, it It has taken off... Eight years. Eight years. That's good. Yeah. So that's... I think that's pretty much what's new in my life. Just that, and I'm still pretty much hyped on and hyping. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think <laughs> I have the messages in there. I could clearly tell who the demographic is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they're all high school girls. Yeah. I feel like I should be embarrassed, but I also feel like... I have the voice to lead them. <laughs> like, I could, could be lead dear them. leader. I could, <laughs> I could be dear leader. I, I feel like I could become the president of this fan base and really take them places. Like, take them in a direction. Like, into a greater fan base. Mm. A stronger support system for our boys. So, mm. but yeah, that's... <laughs> you sound like a autocratic leader. <laughs> Under my direction, I, I promise. <laughs> um, interesting. Yeah. I'm sure there are older people too, because, well, I always feel like there's older fans and then the younger fans, because the younger fans are always complaining about them. Just like, why do you like this? It's like for younger people. Well, at least in the anime community, it's a lot of like, why? The younger ones are saying that's for even younger people, or like they're saying it's for them. Oh, yeah. they're trying to gatekeep. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, what about you? What's been you with you? <sighs> Nothing much, really. Oh, speaking of K-pop, the TikTok that I saw was like, oh, the best dancers, best professional dancers in K-pop right now, and it was saying like, I guess. You were saying that J-Hope is supposedly the best BTS dancer, but we were saying that it's Jungkook mm-hmm. from what our eyes are telling us. From the Run BTS choreography yes, dance yes, video? Yes. Uh-huh. But apparently, J-Hope was like a award-winning, like, competition-winning dancer before BTS, and that was like his... His claim to fame. Yeah, I guess. And so was Jungkook. But Jungkook did, like, everything. He did, like, ballet and, like, oh. other stuff, too. But I think J-Hope was more solely uh, hip-hop. Oh. But I was like, oh. I was
was not getting that. Honestly, I was not like we're looking I didn't at see the sauce. Okay, maybe in the beginning, but they're nine years into their profession mm. with the same activities, with the yeah. same performances. So I feel like it would have evened out at this point. That's true. Maybe maybe Jungkook just has like more life. Anyway, I started watching a show um, called White Lotus. Have you heard of it? I did hear of it. It's like kind of all over social media. <laughs> I mean, it depends on like what you social media. You should know about it. <laughs> um, it's Jennifer Coolidge is in it. Oh. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. So I just started watching it. So I'm like not very deep into it. I don't really like nothing's really happening yet, mm -hmm. but it's fun. Lots of rich white people and they're very cringy. Except for Jennifer Coolidge. She's also rich and white, but not cringy. I love her. Iconic. Mm. Yeah. And it's also written by um, a guy who was on Survivor. Well, he was already a writer before he was Oh, Survivor, I was going to um, say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's, okay. He's a fun guy, too. Mm. I liked him on Survivor. All right, then. Let's just jump into Arcane, then. Oh, and before I forget, spoiler warnings. This one is, I wouldn't want to spoil it. Yeah. So please, do If you haven't watched Arcane, do go watch it. Do yourself right a favor. Right now. <laughs> please, go watch it. This is a PSA. I think everyone needs to watch it. Yes. But... It'll enrich your life. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into it. Yeah, this was... There's so much to talk about. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I guess we... An easy way to start off is <laughs> yay or nay. <laughs> yay! <laughs> yay! Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I can't find a single flaw. I'm not even kidding. Like, no plot. Plot holes? Okay, sure, but it's, that's not the point. You know what I mean? This wasn't about, like, a groundbreaking story or anything, but it was about the storytelling and the art and the character development, and it's just rich. I feel like the story was very, very good. I think, like... The second rewatch, I was like, man, this is so detailed. There's so much going on with, like, with the, with Arcane and, like, Shimmer and what the two sides want politically mm -hmm. and how all the characters factor into that. Mm -hmm. There's just... Very well executed, I think. It was, like, a very complicated plot. Mm -hmm. And it, like, didn't do any of it badly. Like, it was all very, very good, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. I think it's still, like, if you boil it down, it comes down to classist, rich versus poor. Yes. I've seen it before. I didn't see any new plays, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What I found interesting was how Silco uses Shimmer to... Uh, it's his leverage to control. Yeah, Zom. so he, he's trying to use it as a deterrent. That's like what he says that he wants to use it as because Shimmer makes him stronger, so it makes him able to fight back against Piltover. And that's what he says, but in reality, it's to control Zon. Mm -hmm. Like and um, keep them addicted. So mm -hmm. it's very like, you know, what a drug lord would do in real life of mm -hmm. like, you want to spread drugs on the street to uh, be able to control the population. Mm -hmm. um, 
So it was like, oh, okay, that's interesting because that is actually what happens in real life. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was like how they, how Piltover um, guards their technology. They say that they want to share it, you mm-hmm. know, they want to mm-hmm. democratize it. That's what Jace and um, Victor. Victor keeps saying they want to be able to share it with the masses. But this whole plot revolves around them trying to keep it out of the undercity. Mm-hmm. It's like literally like just that. They're like the entire time from the moment they steal the the crystals in the first episode. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, they can't have this, you mm-hmm. know? Or like when Jinx steals like the gemstone, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we have to get it back. Like mm-hmm. we have to like ransack the whole undercity to mm-hmm. get it back. And I just thought it was really interesting how they like approach technology, you know? And it's like yeah. Yeah, it's a very realistic view. Yes, There's yes, no yes, sugarcoating. Yes. There's no ideals that are just being flaunted or there's no idealistic uh, what's the, what's the word? morals or Yes. They're not doing any of that. They are yeah. just showing people say one thing and doing another thing. Yeah, I think they're definitely they definitely shine a light on like the good intentions of the ruling class Mm -hmm. and how they uh, want, quote-unquote, the best for the Undercity. But in reality, they don't really care because they literally, like, talk circles around Zahn and they never, ever, ever talk to anybody in Zahn when they're like, oh, what's the best for, you know, like, how should we approach this? And it's like, they're literally in their bubble Mm -hmm. just, like, talking about it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I also love how nobody's, like, bad. Well, okay, Mm. Soko's pretty bad, but... (laughs) Um, everyone still has like a redeeming trait or quality. Yeah. I'm like getting hot talking about it. <laughs> I love the show so much. Yes. Um, yeah, everyone has a redeeming quality. Yeah. Everybody has something that corrupts them, that yeah. leads them astray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Incredible. Mm-hmm. I love it. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't say it's like groundbreaking storytelling but it's also like no the storytelling is good or yeah yeah a groundbreaking story but yeah, yeah the storytelling yeah was great uh-huh very executed flawlessly layers on layers it's a it's a crepe layer cake mm. and it's so rich laminated uh-huh oh my god and the art yeah the art is so good yeah if you're a longtime listener i think <laughs> everyone knows that I will f- literally fall asleep at action movies because uh-huh. there's nothing in there for me. Nothing glows in my mind. Nothing is like, no cogs are turning. Like, it just, I zone out because yeah. I don't know, it's just not interesting for me. Because your eyes don't work. Also, <laughs> my prescription kidding. is negative eight. <laughs> but with these negative eight eyes, I could appreciate the action in Arcane. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I think all action movies should be animated. That way you can accentuate which parts to highlight. Uh-huh. Like the movement of the characters is not the only thing I'm focusing on anymore. Uh-huh. I'm also looking at the movement of one thing, like how it flips one thing and 
they will fo- like zoom in on the flash part only and in real life like you just see it from a big picture point of view uh-huh. everything stays in the realms of reality but like i don't know everything was like the right things were highlighted right 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 and every action scene deserves those kind of creative directions right mm-hmm. i will say that not all of animated action scenes are good as we as we discussed from attack on titan season four. Oh no no, no not all but if you're gonna, be, it's like if you're gonna be cre- like, I want you to be creative about it. Like the, it was an arcane, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my point is that in real life films, what are they called? Live action. Oh my god, that's what I was trying to say. Live some live action movies like Mad Max Fury Road are very creative in how they tell how they show fight scenes. So it just depends. Like for the action scenes, for the sake of action scenes. I will admit that I am, like, lowbrow. I love, like, action scenes like that. Um, I will watch a Mission Impossible and thoroughly enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. It's just an action movie. Uh-huh. But, like, there are movies like Mad Max where it's, like, their action scenes are, like, groundbreaking. Like, they change how do you tell stories in movie making. And it's, yeah. Like, you know, there are some action scenes where it's just, like, they're, you know just showing what's happening in the frame and then there's movies like mad max where they like are actually like every shot is different and the like the way they're shooting like the angle they're shooting what's in the frame is telling the story as much as any dialogue is which brings me back to arcane because so i watched a bunch of videos from this youtuber called schnee that's spelled s-h S-C-H-N-E-E. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, starting over. S-C-H-N-E-E. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of videos breaking down Arcane, and it like made me appreciate Arcane even more than just watching it, because sometimes I'm just watching it, and I'm like, this is good. And uh-huh. then I watch YouTube videos, and they break it down, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah my reptile break. <laughs> yeah. Needs like, a little you're help. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but they were breaking down the fight between uh, Jinx and Echo Mm -hmm. Mm. and how that two minute fight scene tells as much story as like any dialogue the throwback to their childhood yes yes. Uh Um, so their breakdown of Echo as a character is like probably one of my favorite videos of theirs that I've watched basically saying how he represents like the present while everyone else is stuck in either the past or the future they're always looking Mm -hmm. back or they're looking forward but Mm -hmm. echo is the only one who looks at the present Mm -hmm. and so um how that's shown in that fight scene is um you know it's cut between the present and the past and Mm -hmm. how they used to play this game when they were a kid Mm -hmm. when they were kids Mm -hmm. and when they were kids echo wasn't as you know Agile. Agile. Uh He wasn't as strong as he is in the present. Mm -hmm. So he would lose to Jinx when they played this game, Mm -hmm. Powder. But in the present, he's developed while Jinx has stayed the same because she's been traumatized. So she's never been able to grow up, which Mm -hmm. is like, you know, why she acts the way she does. Mm -hmm. And so in the present, because he's changed and developed and grown, he's able to beat Jinx, Mm -hmm. whereas he wasn't able to do it previously Mm -hmm. and he's about to win until he's caught up in the past and he like looks at jinx and he can't not see powder but jinx has also changed 
two, maybe not in like terms of, well, she has changed in terms of skill, but she's also changed in terms of like her personality of like, she's a murderer now mm-hmm. and you, we see it mm-hmm. and that's how she wins because she's willing to murder her childhood friend, whereas mm-hmm. uh, Echo gets caught up in the past and mm-hmm. isn't able to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's like just one of the analyses that they uh, did a video about. But I was uh-huh. like, oh my god, yeah. <sighs> Visual storytelling. Yes. I got yes. waves of chills yeah. just listening to that. And they were so much more eloquent than me. I'm just mm-hmm. like... <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. Ooh, let me blow your mind again from another thing that they said. Even Echo's name, like, indicates how he represents the present because an echo is a past sound coming back to you now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm so moved right now. <laughs> On the verge of tears. Oh, no. Yeah. You never cry like I know. Oh, my God. This is so yeah but okay so we love the storytelling what did you think about the characters oh my gosh so well written so well written i love i honestly love all of them yeah 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 even silko oh i think silko is an incredible character and he is not even my most hated character in the show (laughs) wait who on is? a count of three? Oh, Who's my most? You have the most hated... Okay, let no. Me think, if, let you, me think. if you have to think, then you don't. You're not going to say the same name as I <laughs> No, no, no. Because I do... Someone irked me, but let me just try to remember. I don't think I'm going to get it, but... Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know his name. Oh. We'll say Is it. he one of the main characters? No. But he's character. a he. He's a he. Okay. It's not going to be the same character then. Okay. My, mine is one of the main characters. You go first then. Or I'll go first because I don't really have an opinion. Okay. It's the blonde guy that ambushed them when they were kids and then he's the first one to try on Shimmer. Oh, yeah. I don't have an opinion about him. (laughs) Okay, anyways. He's just like a pawn. Yeah, exactly. He was so like not useful, like spineless, like very straightforward, like only had one, like a animal, cornered animal who... It only thinks of one thing, like a small-brained character. Yeah, so. but I feel like he's such a minor character that it's like I don't care. Yeah, um, it's like he—that was the purpose that he was. I think in the beginning, serve. I was emotionally like invested into how they uh, got so beat up by like this one motley crew. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, you know what? He deserves to be a test lab, like a test subject. Uh huh. But anyways, what about you? Uh, my most hated character is Jace. I hate him with a fire passion for all the reasons you just said. He's uh-huh. spineless. He's uh-huh. weak. Mm. Like, just, like, stands for nothing. Mm-hmm. And, like, literally, um, what's, like, a phrase for, like, easily crumpled? Just, like, uh-huh. a house Fragile, of cards. Uh, yeah. His riddle. His, like convictions are a house of cards pretty much yeah not that he really has any convictions besides like whatever conviction he has of the day it's Uh always changing yeah (laughs) i I don't hate him though because i understand he's new to all of the pressures he like all of these big decisions he's new to it and he's still young so yeah I i think um he's definitely like 
we see he gets better at politics by the end of the show. Uh-huh. But he was never politically inclined, I think. Uh-huh. Like, I don't think he has a bone in his body for politics. Uh-huh. And yeah, we see, like, it wasn't really his choice. Like, um, Mel kind of roped him into becoming a council member. Yeah. But you can say no. Like, you're a scientist. Don't you want to keep being a scientist? Like, he thought it would advance, like, help with his science. Help his science get out and be used for good. And so... Yeah. Yeah. I just think he folds way too easily. He's always, like, distracted from his science by something. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, I... I think he's a very well-written character, but I hate seeing him, like, struggle and, like, be... Have some, like... Have a, have a backbone. Yeah! I'm like, look look at Victor. He's working his tail off. Oh, my like, gosh. Literally. Doing all your dirty work, uh-huh. and, like, you reap all the benefits of it. I'm and like... <laughs> I'm a Victor stan through and through. Mm -hmm. I know he also was um, seduced by the dark side of technology. Yeah. As was was Jace. But Uh his was just a lot more human, I guess. Mm -hmm. It was like solely driven for... Just to save himself. Save himself. Uh Yeah. Like he says that he's working towards the greater good, which... Mm -hmm. I do believe both of them believe that they are, Mm -hmm. but his um, reason for being corrupted Mm -hmm. is, like, it's not for, like, greed or glory or fame, the way Jace is, you know, corrupted. Mm -hmm. It's literally so he can stay alive, Uh like... And keep discovering. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but I hate Jace. He doesn't deserve Victor. (laughs) I think I can... not relate to Jace, but I just understand why he would fold in all of these situations. <laughs> like, don't say you wouldn't consider <laughs> leveraging like politics to advance or get more support for your studies or uh, get more recognition or have more eyes look at you so that your product can be advocated for or whatever. Like, that's... I would say I wouldn't. I just can't respect him as a as a person, but as a character, yeah, yeah, he's, he's young. He's a he's young. A, Soko is young, or not Soko? Um, Mel. Victor is young too. Okay, but nobody nobody talked to him about it. <laughs> Everyone was talking to Jace because he was the like the face of it. Even during the ceremony, Heimeldinger approached him for some reason. So I feel like he was the spokesperson. He was the one who had to face all of these temptations. Yes, but I feel like he definitely opened himself up for that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, he was never saying no. And, like, yeah, he he could have said no to a lot of stuff. Like, uh, what they have that conversation where they're considering weaponizing Hextech and... Victor's telling him, like, no, this is not what we made Hextech for. And Jace says, well, maybe we don't have a choice. And Victor very accurately responds, there's always a choice. And I feel like Jace always feels like he's backed into a corner, but he's not. He's, he's always kind of just taking the easy way out or what he thinks might be the easy way out. 
Not always. He, like, uh-huh. A, like, not just Jace, but, like, all of the council and all of Piltover just immediately jump into, maybe we should just go to war with the Undercity or, like, you know, weaponize Hextech so, like, we have, a like, protection. And it's, like, never once did they ever think about, like, discussion? What's the word? Like, uh... Diplomacy. Yeah, diplomacy. That's the word. <laughs> Never once did they think about diplomacy. They're always, they're just like immediately t- going to like the e- easiest solution as they would assume uh-huh. until the very end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't like Jace. <laughs> I I feel like you've said that three times. Each time <laughs> I've always countered with something, but agree to disagree. Yeah, agree to disagree. I think he's a very well-written character, and I think I wouldn't hate him uh-huh. so much if he weren't. Uh huh. Yeah, but I like I like Silco more than I like Jace. Like mm-hmm. at least Silco, he knows what he's doing at least. Yeah. He, yeah, he is. It's like he knows what he wants. He has a. He's problem. also older. He's older with more experience, so... I guess. Yeah. You're comparing BTS and Hypen. I wouldn't say (laughs) youth or age is an indicator of, like... Experience, though. Experience plays a part. Yeah, but... Well, I guess it's also, like, their upbringings. Like, Jace grew up in Piltover and was, like... um, Born with a spoon, a silver spoon in his yeah, mouth. Yeah, not a silver spoon, but uh, a pewter spoon. Uh, uh, yeah, a hammer-made spoon <laughs> in his mouth. Whereas, obviously, Silco grew up with nothing. Yeah, uh, and had to work his way up into becoming the lord of the. He almost had to zone. die to become have the conviction that he has, though. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So definitely different upbringings will inform your life yeah but um and uh i mean test the strength of your resolve yeah but i'm not gonna give jace a pass for having not having a backbone just because he grew up privileged more privileged than other characters if yeah that that would make that makes me like him even less i guess yeah because we see that like caitlin same background yeah she she has conviction yeah 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 and like Uh uh-huh isn't so uh, eager to assign blame to Zonites. I don't yeah. know what they're called. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, what did you think of Jinx? Jinx. Oh, another excellent character. Excellent. Oh my gosh. I want to hate her, but I can't because she's just uh-huh. so fun to watch. I oh. think just fun to watch her just spiral into yes, yes, chaos yes. and yeah. she's just trying to not lose her marbles at like at any given point she's just trying she's not like to trying to it. hold like a hundred marbles in her hand and yeah. just like uh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in the end she has none yeah <laughs> how did i lose all of them yeah yeah oh i want to say like she who knows i can never relate to any of the underground characters right there the trauma is just too big uh-huh but um yeah, she is still a child, even though she has grown more capable and smarter and faster and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And still acts like a child. And her primary mode like uh pushing fact push motive? like yeah. motive. Her primary motivation, motivation yeah. is just like unconditional love and she's just grasping for straws in a place that 
in places that can't offer it to her. Yeah. 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 That's a good way to put it. I think, yeah, definitely motivated by like abandonment issues of like, nobody loves me. And Uh like, you know, everyone leaves me. Everybody betrays me. Yeah. Um, I think the first time I watched it, I remember thinking that I couldn't decide if I liked her or not Mm -hmm. because like, she's so theatrical and it, it oh felt God. like very like put on and like I was like is it like a character thing like is she putting it like is she is she putting on the show for other characters or is it they made her like this because either a she's like this in the video game or b because it's because to appeal to an audience. Mm-hmm. So if it's like a this is part of her character and she's putting it on putting on this like theatrical persona for a reason, then I could get behind that. But if it's like for the outside audience, then I'm like I don't like that. I don't like being pandered to. Like you can mm-hmm. you can make them theatrical in like a not so obvious way, I guess. Mhm. But yeah, so I, I can't really tell if they're doing if she's doing it or if the creators are doing it. Are you talking about when she's like talking like the Joker and she's having her inner dialogue and she's when she's or, by herself mm-hmm. and she's like having her inner demons and stuff? That's like genuine. Uh-huh. I feel like oh, but when she's talking to other people, yeah, and being like like a little yeah. showy. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I'm like oh, I don't know. If it's, yeah, if it's for, like, the outside audience, then I don't like that. Mm-hmm. But if it's, like, she's putting on a show for the characters in that world, then I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I could get behind that. Because then she's That is it. such a f- <laughs> minute. <laughs> but I, I think that's why that's what bugged me about her. Because I couldn't tell, like, what was happening. So mm-hmm. I was like, it wasn't even, like, a conscious thing. I was, yeah. like, when the first time I was watching, I was just like, ugh. It feels a little icky. And then I was like, okay, I think that's the reason why. Uh-huh. I'm leaning towards it being part of her character, though, because mm-hmm. it just it does seem that when she's by herself or when she's with Soko or when she's with Vi, there's, like, a difference. Like, she feels genuine there as mm-hmm. opposed to when she's with strangers and whatever, mm-hmm. when she's not having a breakdown. Mm-hmm. Going back to Shni, uh-huh. the YouTuber... Uh, they did a video of how to do mental breakdowns in characters. Mm-hmm. And so he, or they, I don't know what their gender is, um, compared Jinx to Daenerys in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know you did, You only watched like a few episodes, so spoiler alert, if you guys haven't watched Game of Thrones, I don't, I don't know what to say. You probably already know this. Um, <laughs> Daenerys is famously known for having a shitty arc into madness very poorly done rushed it was very bad it was all about like they're telling you that she's going crazy and never ever showing you and it kind of like in the earlier seasons it was like obvious like where she's headed Mm -hmm. like they allude to like she's descending into madness i guess Mm -hmm. but Everything is rushed in, like, the last two seasons, and then all of a sudden she decides to, like, blow up the capital. On the other hand, Jinx, they only ever show you that she's going crazy by the... what, are, Like, when she, like, hallucinates. When her vision is, like... Yeah. Or... 
the warping that's how i described it uh yeah 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 Yeah. so i thought it was interesting upon the second rewatch that that warping occurs in that first scene where they're on the bridge so it was happening even (gasps) before she jumps off and follows clogger milo no, no, no. The very, very first scene where they're on the bridge and they find out that their parents have died in the, oh. in the uh, oh. conflict with the enforcers. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. So maybe that was like her first traumatic event. Uh-huh. But um, oh. it's interesting to see that that's when it started. It's not like the night that uh, Vander dies and yeah. abandons yeah, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe that was her first traumatic event, but um, uh-huh. her, the warping uh-huh. is, happens there too. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not like a sudden a thing that happens out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh huh. It definitely got worse with Vi abandoning her. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Punching her and being like, yeah, Jinx! <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> she was probably always struggling with like some sort of mental illness because even when she sees her parents are dead she's like not affected yeah she's like more dissociating like concerned almost. with vi and like mm. vi's response uh-huh. than like because vi starts crying yeah and she's like uh-huh. you know uh-huh in conclusion daenerys madness arc bad uh-huh jinx madness arc great. most excellent most excellent uh-huh <laughs> What did you think of Vi? We have all these people vying for Vi's attention. Yeah. Uh, love Vi. I mean, it's, it's a sound character. Like Nothing ne- new. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have She's... such a fat crush on her. <laughs> like, that's like my lizard brain. I'm like, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, I don't want anything else. She's just so like cool. Punching. Yeah, yeah. just punching. Yeah. I- Mm-hmm. Oh. And she's like so confident. Mm-hmm. Like when she's flirting with Caitlin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Riz he... is out of this world. <laughs> the Riz level through the roof. Oh my god. Cupcake. <laughs> I could break your countertop <laughs> by like the tension in my fingers. Oh my god, when she says that. Oh, <laughs> uh, so Haley Steinfeld voices. Vi. Very good. Very oh good. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I looked up, I was perfect. like, is Haley Steinfeld gay? And like, <laughs> right, like, I typed in, is Haley Steinfeld? And like, the first, like, suggested uh, question was. Enough people had the same idea. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. Well, With good she? reason. No. Oh, well, whoa. I know. Professionalism. Actor. Uh huh. Very good. <laughs> Like, unfaltering good heart, you know? Like, she loses it with powder for, like, a brief second. But, you know, she was always going to go back. Yeah. Always just... She was going to turn herself in to... Like, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To Uh, save everyone else. Another note from Schnee. How she reacts to powder in episode three is just another example of her characterization. She's always punching. So, like, her response to Powder not listening to her and fucking everything up is 
to punch, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, like, not okay, obviously, yeah. but, like, a very valid response. Uh-huh. That's, like, your natural inclination. Your first response is to, like... Very on-brand. Like, yes. very in-character yeah. of her to resort to that. In I your... would punch her, too! Oh, my Okay, God. let's talk about that episode. Oh, my God! Do you blame Powder? Yes. Yes? Yes. Okay, I did, too, the first time I watched it. Uh-huh. But the second time is, if Vi hadn't concocted this plan to turn herself in uh-huh. and be a martyr, uh-huh. then Vander would never have been in that situation. Oh, that's true. You know what? And they would have had to go save one. Vander. Mm-hmm. Maybe he would have gotten kidnapped another way and it would have uh-huh. happened anyway, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, Vander was there because of Vi. Yeah. yeah. So she's not the only one just uh, putting everyone else at risk, making risky moves. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so yes, yes, yes. we can't just focus on that one act. Vi also did the same thing, just yeah it's yeah. just kids kids being kids, kids not being kids like they should just be seen and not heard but they don't <laughs> get it <laughs> they're not getting it oh. kids will <laughs> kids will be kidding yeah like obviously they, sh- they have no place in war yeah battles yeah, fights, yeah violence so the fact that they are doing things where they can't think out the consequences is yeah. very accurate uh-huh yeah oh my god but when powder comes up to buy she's like did you see what i did ah! proud? yeah i was <laughs> furious I was... human babes yeah <laughs> human human absolutely human i was like do you want a cookie <laughs> look around you look around look you. at that <laughs> look at him he looks crazy clogger's eyes gone oh my god i know yeah oh Uh, my god and oh my god just leave it up to powder and jinx like even the last scene just things are about to be perfect vander was free he was about to save the day and then powder blows shit up yeah last scene like the council members are like you know what let's talk this out normal war and just blows up the town is just two peat like repeat history repeating itself really oh. it really do be like that powder just powder, powder keg powder oh. keg i was wondering what powder was supposed to mean uh-huh i guess yeah and like soko would have the the deal was soko had to trade jinx among other things for Zahn's independence yeah among other things uh-huh so it like Jinx obviously is not gonna turn herself in so yeah. it's like maybe they wouldn't have gotten independence but they, she finally weaponized the gemstone yeah so that would have been like the leverage to say I'm not turning myself in but we're gonna get independence anyway because mm-hmm. otherwise we're gonna blow you up uh-huh but she doesn't even she doesn't even use the leverage. She's like, well, I have this weapon, and I'm sad. Yeah. So I'm going to use it. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, you could have had everything you, everything that Silka wanted, at least. Yeah. Maybe not what you wanted, but uh-huh. it was so it was there. close. And you wouldn't so have close. had to turn yourself in and mm-hmm. be imprisoned. It was there. Yeah. And now you're going to be at war yeah. for the rest of your life, probably. Yeah. The rest yeah, of your yeah. short, short life, I'm assuming. <laughs> I was pretty moved when Silco died, though. Yeah. Yeah. It was me so. Too. Like, you know, she didn't mean it. And, yeah. like, you know, he was like her last lifeline. Yeah. Because I think Silco is right. Like, I don't. I think V no longer knew who Jinx, Jinx was. was. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
And like she, I don't, th- I don't know that she would ever have been able to accept it because she's uh-huh. always like, oh, like yeah, Jinx is bad, but I can fix her. Uh huh. And she's like, oh yeah, Jinx is bad, but I can fix her. Uh huh. It's like no, like I don't, I don't think you can. She's too far gone. Yeah. yeah. And like even if she's like turns away from like her evil doing, mm-hmm. she's still like a different person. Yeah. Than the child that you left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Silko and Jinx's relationship. A little questionable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I had that on my notes. I was just like, why is she straddling him? Yeah. Uh, I think it's like back to the childhood kind of thing. Yeah. But it was still like, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Something, my fruits basket alarm is going off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's uncomfortable because. She is acting so childish. If she is like an adult, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that would happen. But she's still like in that childhood trauma mind. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, ooh. You know, I. Gross. <laughs> you know what? I think that's good that they didn't make it seem like such a wholesome relationship. It just oh, shows yes, how. Yes, 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 yes. It just shows how like relationships are messy in the underworld. Yeah. It has to be. Like they're. So they're not they don't have time for niceties or mm-hmm. decorum or whatever yeah. it's like just... they're just trying to find the best way to survive yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and so. sometimes that means a weird pseudo father daughter lover lover relationship yeah i don't think it was ever like that uh-huh not lover yeah it just looks like that yeah yeah uh-huh i love how we didn't talk about vander at all yet <laughs> Vander. I love Vander. Yeah. Yeah, Vander. Wholesome. Yeah, and he was... Like, I totally get the deal that he had with Grayson to just keep the peace. Keep the uh, damages to a minimum at all times. I get it. This world is messy, and sometimes you gotta... There's no clear good or bad. Yeah. He prioritized actual lives over ideals. Yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. Silco, so, like, where they disagreed is, like, Silco had the mindset of no matter the cost, Mm -hmm. and then Vander was the cost is too high. Yeah. Ugh. Every life counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Vander. Yeah. And Silco Except was... Except for Silco's. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Silco's. <laughs> you little shit. <laughs> you didn't need that eye, right? <laughs> Dude. Shimmer for your eye? What does that do? Improve your eyesight? I could use some shimmer. <laughs> if you're going to be addicted to it. And then you're going to turn into like one of those like... Oh, the the creatures of the night. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that was really sad to watch. Yeah. Like the girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I love that relationship, though. Like the reason behind it, because like who's Silco and Jinxes? Because he sees himself in Jinx. Like that's his. They are both, uh, they've both been turned away. Yeah, by their rejected. siblings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That scene where he, she jumps into his arms uh-huh. and he's like, where's your sister? And she says, she left me. Uh-huh. And then he like immediately looks at Vander's dead body. Uh, and yeah. it's like, oh, it's like visual storytelling. They don't yeah. say yeah. that that's why Soko has a soft spot for Jinx, mm-hmm, but it's like mm-hmm. you see where his mind is. Yeah, like uh-huh. oh, I also have been betrayed by my sibling. Yes, you just get it yeah. immediately. Oh, so 
frames are worth a thousand words. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So yeah, I, I get it. They found each other in like a similar cause <laughs> in a hopeless place. Yeah. <laughs> that song is ingra- like ingrained into my being. Yeah. Oh, what did you think of Mel as a character? Mel as Madarda. Yeah. She's a strong, strong, uh, intelligent, balanced character. Yeah, I like her. (laughs) Just ambivalent? Kind of, because she also... Well, I guess she wanted one thing in the beginning, which was to want Hextech to enrich Piltover. Yeah. Because I think she's like... She's motivated by wanting to show her mother that she's more than what her mother thinks of her. Oh, okay, yeah. She was, like, banished by her mother uh to live with, like, the soft Piltover people, Uh as she says. Yeah, yeah, And so she wants to, like, make a name for herself and Piltover to show her mother. Uh Uh-huh. And then by the end, when the mother's like, I am willing to just accept you if you come back, but you must get that weapon out there so that we can use it. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Then she starts to... But then she decides, like, votes against getting Yeah, and it's interesting that she uh, is the first one to suggest to Jace and Victor to weaponize Hextech. And I was like, that warmongering blood runs deep. Like, (laughs) she didn't even need that suggestion from her mom. But, like, once her mom comes into the picture, she realizes that... She didn't have to do all that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was wrong. Mm -hmm. Wrong. Wrong. And then, yeah, she eventually votes for uh, peace. Mm-hmm. Too late. <laughs> yeah. A little too late. <laughs> uh, See, yeah. like, she's also, like, wish-washy, too, just like Jace. I think she's, like, a mover and a shaker, though. Like, she's usually the one manipulating Jace. I guess. Oh, oh. And Jace is just kind of just too pliant. He's just kind of... Somebody suggests something to him and he's like, okay. <laughs> She's the string puller and he's like just reacting. Yeah. Like, not yeah, really... Yeah. Uh, he's like, that sounds like a good he's idea. He's not pushing any agendas of his own per se. Or, well, he is. He is. but Towards the end. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I have in my notes, I described him as smooth-brained. <laughs> I was just so annoyed with him. Huh. Someone's like, more? And he's like, is this peace? It's like that one meme. It's like, no! Oh, you stupid son of a bitch. Uh, there was one aspect of Vi's character that I did not like, and I thought felt out of character, is when she teams up with Jace. Maybe it's because Jessica like Jace, but um, that whole thing felt like very out of character because like, why would she team up with someone from Piltover? That felt very weird to me. Because he also didn't want to work with Silco at all. Like he didn't want to, ne- he was the one who didn't want to negotiate with Silco. Yeah, like he just wanted to go straight to like cut his head off. Just act first, yeah. yeah. But I feel like that's still not enough motivation for her to team up with someone she barely knows. And, like, mm-hmm. she doesn't like any of, like, the people from Topside. Uh-huh. So it felt very weird. Like, if anything, I I feel like she would either just do everything by herself mm. or 
team up with Echo and like the firelights, that would have made more sense to me. But it felt mm-hmm. just like kind of like a plot device of like mm-hmm. they need Jace to go down there and like make a scene so he can eventually meet with Silco mm-hmm. to make that deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also it felt like there are some scenes where it felt like it was an homage to the video games. Mm-hmm. And it felt very like a you know in video games where it's like they tell you like the exposition and you have to like keep clicking through the dialogue and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then it gets to like you fight this big bad. Yeah, yeah. Like there's some scenes that felt really like that. Or Lovely. like you pick up a new weapon. Uh-huh. And it, that scene where Jace is making the hammer and the gauntlets, uh-huh. that's what it felt like, I uh-huh. guess. Of like uh-huh. Jace gets a hammer and Vi gets the gauntlets uh-huh. and then they fight. And they beat the big bad or whatever. Uh, I didn't but, think of that at all. I was uh, just like, wow! <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I love watching yeah. it. Uh, it did feel like that. But it felt like it was both the plot device to get Jace down there and uh-huh. then also fun action scene to watch. Mm. And neither of it was enough for me to be like, yeah, that makes sense for Bai to do that. Mm. Yeah, That's true. She it. didn't have to work with anyone. Yeah. It just she felt weird that the... she would mm-hmm. at, like be allied with a He's not fighter. the strong... What, what fighting experience does he have? He's not yeah. going to be of much help anyways. It was like a very arbitrary decision. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Like, Caitlyn trusts you, so I trust you. It's like, but you're leaving Caitlyn behind. Mm. So... <laughs> Who do you trust? Yeah, like, make it make sense. Yeah. <laughs> you just said to Caitlyn that we are oil and water and this isn't going to work out. Oh. So why are you teaming up with Jace? <laughs> Go back to Caitlyn right now. <laughs> oh, my God. The jump scare. The Caitlin... mirror? The mirror? Oh, oh my oh. God. Yeah. Second time I watched it, I was still scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It sent chills down oh my, my, my... I broke out in a cold sweat. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did that a lot with Jinx after she got shimmered. Just like her purple mm-hmm. eye, like mm-hmm. staring out from the abyss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate it. Good stuff, good yeah. stuff. Um, Just lapping it all up. Mm-hmm. I know you don't like Jace, but Jace kind of fine. You know, the stupider he got, the less attractive I found him. Oh, yeah, I'm like, sure. Like in the beginning, uh-huh. you're like, ah, handsome. Uh huh. <laughs> and by like episode eight, I'm just like, you're the ugliest motherfucker in the show. <laughs> you look stupid. You look like a fucking caveman with a fucking fade. Oh my god. I hate him. You're so funny. Oh my god. Another reason why I hate Jace is he pushed out Heimerdinger. <gasps> fucking rude. Fucking rude. He yeah. literally, he gave you the silver spoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. He gave you everything. <sighs> and the worst thing he ever did was warn you that progress without regulation is dangerous. Yeah. And it is. It you is. dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> Look I, at Jinx. I know. Dude, <laughs> she got no regulation. She blew you guys up. <laughs> I love that. I love that they're showing that they're rejecting history. You know how they say like history repeats itself. Yes, it's yes, always yes, good yes, to yes, look yes, back yes. to like prevent future mistakes. And it's just like a physical embodiment of them literally ignoring it. And then look what, look where it got them. Yeah. Leave. And like, I'm not saying that Heimerdinger is right either. He's definitely too timid. Uh-huh. Like they're conservative. Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes. But at the same time, I think 
advancement of technology without regulation is very bad. Yeah. You know, it does need to be regulated. We see it in the real world. Uh-huh. And it's like, he's warning you, He's he's been alive for a few centuries. Maybe yeah. you should consider his advice. You don't yeah. need to listen to it. Uh-huh. But you should consider it. Yeah. And you should not oust him. Uh-huh. He is the father of Piltover, for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and the way that they do it, too, of, like, they're, use the guise of, like, oh, you mismanaged the Undercity, uh-huh. and that's why we're kicking you out. Uh-huh. And it's just so icky that they're using the Undercity as, like, a reason to kick him out when it's really just like no we just want to do it our way yeah it's like has nothing to do with undercity they're just using it so it's like extra icky on top of the fact that they're ousting him oh politics i hate jace yeah (laughs) hate jace (laughs) oh my gosh oh another reason why i hate jace he just believes that he's so noble and just Mm. and he's not Mm. and i well all of them really in piltover yeah yeah and i just take my leg off and beat him with it. <laughs> I hate him! I love to hate him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they should come out with more seasons. Oh, they are. Are you serious? Yeah. You ask your aunt when it's coming out because they so have a... So she left that company and started her own company. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's called Incredible Dream. Shout out to Incredible Dream. Wow. Yeah. Um, you can ins- expect incredible things because... <laughs> incredible dreams? <laughs> okay, that too. Another reason I like Silco, I don't agree with him, obviously, because he's a terrorist. Mm. But the things that he wanted for Zahn just made sense. Like, Mm. if Piltover was a good governing body, then they would have given what Silco wanted to them already, and he wouldn't have had to made his terrorist demands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, stuff like sharing of resources of uh-huh. like how are you guys the same country and like you guys are just like not denied access to the same resources yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like are you guys even like helping like fund like the undercity yeah. at all because oh, it doesn't huh? look like it yeah and like just like independence like you guys could just not have this problem if you like gives on their independence yeah seriously. which like you know is a problem on its own for Zahn, because probably Silco would be their president. Yeah. But, you know. I don't understand why Piltover wanted to keep the Undercity anyways. either. Because it's always, in history, the richer factions always want to not share with the poor, so they always yeah. cut off. And Oh, well, actually, now that I think about it, um, they, I mean, I feel like there always needs to be, like, the poor for the rich to exist, you know? Oh, yeah. And also, they they mention a lot of the mines, so maybe there's, like, a resource there that oh, they're... That they need right, the, right, right, like, right, right. you know, mm-hmm. they need the Undercity to work the mines, yeah. and then also they need the resources from the mines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, it would have just been, like, good governance to, like, give them what Silco wanted yeah. instead of Silco having to, like, demand... yeah. I'm not, like, justifying his terrorism, but... <laughs> you push someone into a corner, yeah, and... Like, he wasn't to... wrong. The way he went about it was wrong. Yeah. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And the last thing that I would like to say is that Vi was wrong about Jinx, as we mentioned earlier. She like didn't understand Jinx. But also she was wrong about Silco, because as Jinx tells her in that last scene, Vi is the one who created Jinx, not Silco. Mm-hmm. And Vi throughout the show keeps pointing at Silco and being like, he's bad. He's mm-hmm. the one who's doing this to Powder. You know, when she gets released, she immediately thinks that um, that Silco like, is detaining Powder or something. Mm-hmm. Or that... He's um, feeding her yeah, misinformation. Or he's like, yeah, manipulating her, which he kind of is to like a certain extent. But like that last scene where she's like, oh, we can run away. You never have to see him. Just like completely misunderstands the situation. She, she keeps thinking that Silco is the big bad when in reality it's like it's Silco and Jinx. Mm-hmm. They're in it together. And mm-hmm. she like can't see that because she keeps seeing Jinx as her sister. Yeah. As powder. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought... That, that was good. Mm, yeah. That was good. She keeps saying, like, oh, S- like, Silco was going to turn you in, but we know. Like, she didn't understand. Yeah, I think he was considering it. Considering, but I but I, I believe him when he said he was never going to yeah, turn. Yeah, you're perfect. Yeah. I feel like that line was a manipulation of, like, that kind of finally pushed Jinx over to uh, his side. Uh-huh. Because I think she was wobbling, and he was considering it too. I feel like he considers it throughout the series of, like, every time that Jinx does something <laughs> against his best interest, yeah. he's like, no, I love her. She's yeah. my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so... But there is a moment. Yeah, every time. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, get rid of Jinx! Like, yeah. she's fucking everything up, and he's yeah. like... No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's, he wasn't ever going to turn her in. Yeah. But she, with all of her abandonment issues, like, immediately was like, he's going to betray me. <laughs> it was so good. It was. I don't know what else so to talk good. about. Yeah. That's all our little reptile brains could yeah. comprehend of this absolute unit of a masterpiece. Showstopper. Showstopping. I've been watching the Great British Bake Off. Huh? I've been watching the Great British Bake Off. Oh, the showstopper. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. And I'm not just saying that because my aunt was the executive producer of this show. No, 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 no. But yeah, that will wrap up today's episode for arcane hope to catch you guys next time thanks for tuning in make sure to catch us on our socials we have instagram twitter and tiktok uh we are starting to post more tiktoks now so uh (laughs) one in the past month i know but we're basically going viral so you want (laughs) to hop in on that Yeah, people are favoriting our videos. Yeah. That's how popular we are. Yeah, and that's more than 10 people. So (laughs) basically, we have to hide our faces around here now. (laughs) But (laughs) stupid. But yeah, it's I Love Anime, no spaces, no surprises. You can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Anchor FM, among other platforms. And make sure to leave us a five-star review, glowing words, because that's all we deserve. Just like, yeah. (laughs) Thanks again, and catch you guys next time. Okay, Bye. bye.